0: How come your mom lets you have five nommies? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'm ready to... Classic.
1: Piece. We are!
0: One piece. We are! welcome back to we are watching one piece an anime rewatch podcast for the anime called one piece
2: we're back we did it it's been four hundred yeah. years <laughs> well, hey this is a, this hasn't been our biggest gap
0: it's a, it's so. actually not our biggest gap, but time is so fucking absurd and moves at these uh just bizarre paces that it feels so long it, like if i if once we get like 3 weeks out from an episode i feel like it's been 2 months <laughs> but no i think our longest gap was like several months
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: i don't remember why i think one of us was moving or both of us were moving um i always <laughs> i always life happens li- life happens quite a bit and this show always <laughs> fucking takes the brunt of it um <laughs> i i regularly joke about how this this is the show i've been doing the longest this is this show's almost three years running and yeah. uh it it's also the show I've done like the least of.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh <laughs> we both do weekly shows and those <laughs> have like double have double the episodes that this one. Does.
0: Yeah, my I started my Fallout Boy show in no- the end of November. And it's it'll pass soon. It'll pass this show very soon. <laughs> Um, because I think we're we're in the low twenties, and this show's what like twenty nine or something now.
2: Yeah, so. almost thirty.
0: We're getting there though.
2: Yeah, we're back. We're here to hey, talk we're... about Yugoslavia. <laughs> yeah, we topped off uh, three hundred and one episodes today. Yeah, we did it. We uh... that's that's quite a lot. That's like a hundred episodes a year,
0: <laughs> which is not a lot, I guess. When when you think about how much we actually like. Like we, I wa we watched this chunk, which is like fifteen or something. I don't know how to do math. Um, yeah. it's like exactly fifteen, actually. I think because we're covering two eighty six to three zero one, and I did that a couple episodes a night over the past week, and it was easy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: At my when I when I wasn't recording a show and I was just watching the One Piece for for fun, you know, I turned through like a hundred a month. <laughs> it was nothing. <laughs> But now I have obligations. Now I make five hundred podcasts and run a network. So, yeah. Um. So all of the iTunes reviews that uh say is the show still going? Yes. Thank you for your reviews. But we're back in it, and we're gonna talk yeah. about a bunch of fights today.
2: Yeah. Uh, very cool fights.
0: Yeah. Most of them. I
2: think. I think even even with Zoro, these have probably been the the best animated and coolest. I don't know if choreographed would be the right word for when they're drawings, but <laughs> I, I, there's
0: still like some choreography to it. I think maybe blocking yeah. is the, is the more specific
2: term that might be the the better word for it. Yeah. But all these fights are really cool and good.
0: Yeah. I, I really love what they do um with, with how the fights progress and how the tower like contains it or tries to um the, the tower ends up being like an incredibly vital structure to how all of these fights play out in a way that, I think works early on. I, I was, I was like, Oh, I'm probably going to complain about how, you know, they, they bounce between like three fights in one episode. And uh, sometimes it feels like you're just checking in to make sure they're still there, especially with uh, Zoro for a little bit. It just feels like, yep, he's still doing that.
2: And then we leave. Yeah. Yeah, well, Zoro, Zoro takes a while for him to de- decide to win.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, <laughs> the 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 pacing of the fights is very predictable in the sense of like they leave the the hardest ones for the end, so you end up doing Sanji finally does something, and then Zoro finally does something, and then Luffy finally finally starts to actually fight his fight. But we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But if you if you remember last time, we left off with everyone sort of paired up with who they were gonna fight, and um. None of those fights are actually going to happen. <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> except for except for I guess Zoro does fight Kaku,
2: but yeah, that's that's really the only one that's uh that's set in stone. The rest of them all just kind of mix up. <laughs> yeah, which I I,
0: I kind of like, um, especially with the way that <laughs> we truncated it for this show. Uh, it's just like, oh, none of those are going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's we can we can get into it. The first thing that happens is is with Nami fighting. Kumadori. i finally learned their names after having to write them down a million times but <laughs> kumidori being the one with long pink hair that's the theatrical motherfucker
2: yeah this the, the unfortunate kabuki man that i don't i don't like
0: <laughs> yeah i uh <laughs> i um i like him a little bit more after all of his fights but for the most part it's like I, I, he's he's very one note like him and Jabra and fucking chop whose real name is like <laughs> fukuro but even frankie ends up calling him pa- chop at some point i was like cool yeah, i
2: think i'm pretty sure uh i think jabra also calls him something like that i would believe it <laughs> zipper boy
0: many of my notes
2: just say yeah. zipper boy because i
0: don't fukuro <laughs> i have to think too long to f- remember how to spell it and I'm just taking notes while watching the show without pausing it whenever possible.
2: <laughs> that, that's, that's definitely one that if uh, they got this far, four kids would have changed it to, like, Stephen.
0: <laughs> Frankie, I was like, I was like, Frankie would probably be, like, roughly what they would do, but, uh, no. Well, I, wonder, I wonder what they do call him in the Funimation dub. PlotQuest,
2: let us know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they they like americanize names in the funimation dub.
0: Uh probably not. There's so sort of some stuff that just changes by virtue of like romanization like like mm. the the Bruno and Bluno thing we talked about that's just like oh, certain yeah. sounds just change from what you would what you hear in Japanese to what you hear in uh mm. English when it's translated. But I don't know if Fukuro would I I have no idea. I imagine,
2: yeah. Those are probably all for like a flow of conversation when recording, but yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be my guess for those. But uh, yeah, uh, he's <coughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> N- Nami just uh, cuts to the point, uh gets to the point. Is like, uh, hey, I, I, I just want the key. Uh, can you can <laughs> you give sucks? that to me? <laughs> <laughs> I oh uh, man, Nami
0: has like some of my favorite interactions in this chunk of episodes. Uh, but yeah, she just asks for the key, and he's like, "It's right here," <laughs> and he like backs away because he can't find it. He doesn't know where he put the fucking thing. He's had it for like five minutes. <laughs> uh, Nami's already annoyed. I'm already annoyed man we just
2: they show that this this man is incompetent
0: yeah (laughs) which we i think we already knew like like that's already well built up it's 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 (laughs) uh
2: there's a the the payoff with it later though is really good even though it's really subtle Mm -hmm. oh yeah i think but uh and while while nami's doing that sanji uh Basically gets forced into a situation where he loses because he's horny.
0: Yeah. Sanji's <laughs> horny on main everybody. Um, it's actually, I don't even feel that, like, critical of it the way that I normally do with Sanji in, in this instance. Because we don't see very much of it at all. Yeah. But, uh, and it's, it's the gag kind of works for me in, in this sequence. Um, I just want to say, like, be prepared for us to just jump from scene to scene so like a fucking a hundred times in this episode. Cause it's going to be like, yep. all right, let's check back with Luffy. All right, let's check back with Zora. We're just, we're doing that all day. So, but yeah, Sanji critiques Khalifa's tea making skills. Uh, dis- <laughs> My note literally says, uh, despite the matter at hand, <laughs> which is Sanji, please. But yeah, no, he's, he's up against Kalifa, uh, at first and it's it, immediately. He's just like doing his fucking thing. Then we check back with Luffy, who t- went to the wrong place. I guess I don't blame him. I don't know what he could have known to not do this, but he goes up t- he goes up to the top this floor
2: is, <laughs> This is definitely what what I'd do if, in like a video game after a cutscene confrontation. Mm-hmm. it would be just like, well, they're across from me, so I'll just go to where they were.
0: yeah, and it <laughs> makes sense too. You get like your your fucking your Zeldas and your whatever, and you have those top top of the castle fights yeah but it, i feel like if this was a video game there'd be like some chest up there like ah you came to the the <laughs> cut scene room and you get to see how the cut like the room where the cutscene was and you get like a, a secret sword uh but no luffy goes up there and it's just empty and he's like oh shit guess i'll go to the gates of justice uh and there's payoff for that later too yeah. <laughs> uh the gates of justice again are these big giant doors that are at the I guess we could say backside is kind of behind the tower of uh tower of law, I guess is what they're in. I think it's called. Yeah. I've heard it a million times in the fucking episodes, but I think of a character named law every time I hear it in one piece, <laughs> Uh, which if you've, you don't know if you are listening along with this show, we have not gotten there yet. But yes. So it's kind of like in your kind of structured in this straight line where you come in the front gate and you go to the gates of justice in the back. And that's, back there. That's where uh Spandam is trying to take Robin. because uh, they open and he goes through them and then she never comes back if he succeeds. So Luffy's like, Alright, I'll go to those big gates then and then we'll see how that goes later. <laughs> uh but uh zoro meets Kaku, the long nosed man, with the swords, and they Kaku says he has four swords and then he pulls out two. So that's good. <laughs> the other the other two swords are his feet. Yeah how you feel about that i feel like we're gonna have a lot to say about kaku this episode um but especially i feel like his using his tempest kick kicks as his other two swords is one of the dumber things but it only escalates from there
2: it i guess it, it it kind of works but uh I mostly just love the convenience that who Zoro gets matched up with just so happens to be the swordsman. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, of course. He's always got to fight the, the sword
0: fights and the blade, the blademan.
2: So we know that like Zoro has a cursed sword and like... I think he has two now. Like Maybe three? Yeah. He, I know it's his like super luck that he has that like counteracts it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, But... He has cursed swords. Does that mean swordsmen in this universe are like stand users where they just naturally come together through uh, just sheer will? Zoro's continued line of events is very
0: similar to what you
2: are describing, yes. (laughs) I I wouldn't be surprised if if that was some kind of reveal, like... He go Z- Zoro remembers something from when he was a kid mm-hmm. Of like swordsmen just naturally being drawn to facing each other When
0: I catch up through Wano I'll let you know if any of that <laughs> bullshit happens
2: Because if, go- if it's gonna come up It'll
0: come up in Wano uh, Which is where the anime is heading towards now Oh Jesus Wano We'll see we'll see But yeah they're definitely like Whether it's intended to be some sort of Stand users are drawn together-esque bullshit or not there's there's definitely in one piece this sort of just like red line of fate that connects a lot of things coincidentally um and the emotional beats land so it's fine it, it, regardless but i don't know sora fights a lot of swords people and he's often uh, yeah drawn to these cursed swords and he's just like nope i'm cool it's fine I do think we'll get more of Zoro's backstory At some point in the future Whether it's Wano or not There's a lot of things about Zoro I think that we're just, just like Everyone else has this deep wealth of uh, Fucking character backstory And Zoro's just yeah. uh, uh, Fought a girl once That's it <laughs>
2: he, he fought a girl and then told her It shouldn't matter that you're a girl Not getting that it kind of does And that's what sucks Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god Zoro's Zoro's a fucking trip.
2: (laughs) His his backstory is being painfully a man.
0: Yeah, I was um (laughs) oh I forgot to mention at the top of the episode I I did a guest spot on a different one piece podcast um called uh, Paramecia Fancast. They're following the manga, so obviously they're like like as it updates. So like they're caught up, caught up. Um, and we talked about some stuff over there. But I was listening to one of their recent episodes, and they described Zoro as just like aggressively monogamous where like he likes one woman so much and you know headcanon that you know if you're shipping him with Toshiki or something but uh he's like he likes Toshiki so much that he hates all other women <laughs> It's he kind of <laughs> I kind of feel that way <laughs> it's kind of an accurate portrayal that he's just like he's too much of a man um and all of his strength comes from like wanting to be the greatest swordsman or wanting Luffy to be the pirate king or protecting his friends as we'll see in this episode or not this episode well, to this episode of the podcast but yeah Zoro is a man most <laughs> most decidedly so and he fights uh he fights another he fights a lot of swordsmen kaku is one of them kaku has two swords and he does some kickies for his other he calls himself <laughs> four sword four swordsmen and he uh they fight for a while. This, 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 They exchange sword blows. I don't know what to say about it. But at some point, Kaku's reckless kicking tempest kicks around the room, fucks the room up so much, and the tower overall. Um, <laughs> and then he st- uh, and they're like, "All right, time to whip out my my new devil fruit, which I've never used before." <laughs> and you you kind of start to see it, and he gets real big, and then it cuts away. But don't worry, we'll. <laughs> We'll see plenty of it.
2: <laughs> you see, you sound distressed. Uh, it's it's from prob- yeah I'll, we'll get through it. I, I should I, have I, a lot uh, about it. I, yeah,
0: I know. We'll talk, especially probably near the end of of it. But uh, yeah, um, I really like the first time we see it for real, which which we'll get to in a minute. But if you remember Soga King, we're gonna talk about him now. Our, our best friend oh, Soga yeah. King, best character in the franchise. Yeah. He was sneaking up on a sleeping Jabra. Jabra being I was about to just say his devil fruit we haven't seen it yet, but cuz we see more of his uh devil fruit form than him normally, but uh he was the 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 other one. <laughs> the other CP9 member <laughs> who uh showed up at Inuyasahi that he has like longer hair. He's just kind of an asshole mm-hmm. to the other two cuz they're annoying.
2: He he just looks like an old older grumpy asshole. Yeah, I
0: think he has a scar and uh <laughs> Like sunglasses on his head, i think
2: i- cu- I kind of feel like his design is to is made so he looks cooler when he's transformed
0: absolutely i do think <laughs> I like, do think his transformation it's like came first worked
2: backward yeah absolutely one hundred percent
0: I feel that way, but he's sleeping with like some liquor next to him, and he's got the key just laid out, um which I think later we'll learn that he's probably was was doing this on purpose and the 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 scene where Soga King tries to sneak up on him is very funny. <laughs>
2: It just—it reminded me of uh, this is this is probably going to get me murdered by someone, but the episode of SpongeBob, (laughs) yes, (laughs) he's trying to get the the box, the secret box, and every step is just like car crash noise. That's basically what's happening. Look, the fact that it took us this
0: long to compare Usopp to SpongeBob is a fucking
2: miracle.
1: (laughs) Oh no! But they're the same character. oh no (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: but yes I mean Soga King Usopp's not here
2: so yeah the Soga King is he he does mention that he is best friends with a man named Usopp yeah
0: but so Soga King gets really stressed out trying to do this as he's sneaking towards it he tells his heart to stop beating so loud and then it listens and he dies and he has to restart his heart. It's a very funny segment. Describing it, it's hard to do it justice. But after all of this is over, Jabra's still asleep. Yeah. And then he, he tries again. He sneaks up again. This time a bee comes in, lands on his his very long nose. Uh, and the bee decides to sting his long nose, and Soka King yells in pain. And uh He's still trying. It's not done yet. He's still trying to steal that fucking key. Uh, um,
2: The the last one is the best one. It goes to
0: an eye catch and then it comes back and he's trying again. And um, he he gets so close to it. And my note says, like motherfucking bomb chew bowling, a chicken appears at the last possible (laughs) second. Where does this chicken come from? It doesn't matter. But he stares this chicken down and he's like, please, please don't ruin this for me. And he goes to shush, and the chicken stares him down, and is like, "I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna fucking do it, you long-nosed freak." And it makes like a peeping noise. It goes like beep. Yeah. And then, and then Soga King yells, "Why the fuck is that the noise you make?" And that's what wakes up Jabra Yeah. And he immediately mur- murders Soga King in the episode. So, yeah. Uh, the episode isn't over. Still quite a bit left, but that was a lot of time
2: that we spent that we just summarized. (laughs) (laughs) Knows that Sawyer King is the one who shot through the flag Mm -hmm. and then uh, shows off his uh, super scary devil fruit, which is, he's a wolf. He is a A wolf. A woo. (laughs) No, no a woo. Penalty.
0: $300. Uh, We, I, we don't see his human form again. (laughs) (laughs) No. Nope. <laughs> he he is a wolf for the rest of time. So he turns into a wolf. Soga King is scared but decides to stand his ground. And he's like, "All right, I'm going to fight this fucking thing." And we're all terrified of what's going to happen, but it doesn't matter cuz the ceiling caves in and there's just a giant fucking giraffe that falls down with Zoro. Uh it is Kaku the giraffe and Jabber laughs forever. This is the rest of the episode. But Soga King <laughs> leaves the room uh, when this happens and uh, he sees some leftover sea uh, prism stone handcuffs and he's like, this should help. Uh, and at this point, Kaku, Kaku fucking does some shit with his devil fruit. We'll see throughout these series of episodes. We can compare it to how chopper uses the rumble ball to do different forms and i guess he just does different forms without it but kaku seems to already have like a fucking million of those yeah.
2: it it seems
0: despite having the fruit oh. for like fucking 2 hours
2: yeah it's <laughs> it, it seems less of like how uh how chopper does it he just yeah he just has like an innate ability to know what's going on but that seems weird because it feels like it'd be something you'd have to get used to first to be able to handle but i guess maybe he's a trained assassin yeah he's he strong has that intuition i guess like like maybe the way that iron can... body works and
0: the other moves work i feel like you have a decent control over your body so that kind of makes sense but also jobber never fucking does it so i don't know anyways he uh, he changes from the the biggest giraffe form to what is called like a human beast form which is just kind of like furry it's just it's kind of what jabber is all the time and what we've seen lucci be yeah um it's just it's it's what you imagine you probably want to use the actual power for (laughs) yeah it's like anthropomorphized like he's standing on two legs um yeah
2: and his neck is still long as shit and it feels like his nose was a setup for this the entire time.
0: <laughs> yes, and it's it's fu- it's funny because his nose was a definitely like oh, he looks like Usopp for so long. And now now it's also this and it's just like thank you for this perfect like two hit combo. Oda, thank you. Thank you for the long nose jokes. Oh. But uh so yeah. his his human beast form my notes say that is just a much longer neck. And he is a buff bipedal giraffe. Um, and Zoro <laughs> says, "That's fucking lame, dude." <laughs> yeah. Jabber continues to laugh. The nose is very comically large. Um, and Soga King, if you remember, was was fucking with those handcuffs. He chucks one into the room to, uh, li- like to get either the either Kaku or or because if if you know he if they if he did it if it if it landed on him he wouldn't be able to use his Devil Fruit power. That would be great. It hits Zoro
2: though <laughs> This this because probably won't get worse he was, Because he was so distracted By uh, someone turning Into a giraffe man
0: Yeah he's like sorry I, I, I missed Because Kaku is so Fucking phony looking <laughs> uh, He keeps laughing uh, is The rest of the episode Kaku enraged by this Fucking embarrassment that he is <laughs> He uses his very very long neck uh, to do the biggest tempest kick Because apparently they keep calling it tempest kick But it's just like hey move a fucking sort of long part of your body in a way And it makes a wave of attack energy Uh, But he calls it sky slicer He fucking whips that motherfucking neck around He would fuck a pit up with it Yeah But uh, he does that <laughs> and it basically cuts the entire tower in two pieces It's terrifying Yeah it's pretty fucking he can just do that, like like that's how this whole fucking thing starts, is with him cutting the tower in half, sort of uh, at a very slight angle, because like the the top half kind of starts to slide down off of it, but very very yeah. very, very slowly. Um, and most notably, uh, right before the episode ends, because this is the end of the episode, uh, Zoro tackles Soga King to the ground to protect him from the Sky Slicer. So that's just Zoro being a good friend, nothing else.
2: uh, Yeah He's he's saving Soga King And then he's going to beat both the bad guys Because two to one, that's no problem He's got got three swords Yeah, he's got three swords You could bring in at least four more and it'd be fine Yeah, absolutely fine Uh,
0: So this next episode, 296 We immediately find out that Zoro is now handcuffed to Soga King
1: (laughs) (laughs) Incredible I, I hope you don't get tired of that.
0: I hope you don't get tired of them handcuffed to each other.
2: It works very well. It, it's okay though because uh, Kaku Jabra uh, are are busy. Yeah. Because uh, immediately they just can't stop fighting each other. They hate each other.
0: They hate each other so much. It's it's like like the only reason the fucking the handcuff thing. Isn't an immediate death sentence is because Kaku and Jabra just fucking fight so much like yeah. <laughs> like, like both of them have I, I don't think they have like I want to say they have so much personality, but the personality that they have, they have so much of it so that that it's just kind of like, yeah, this works, like they're fucking idiots who are fighting the whole time. yeah, they, they're fighting over who gets to do the fight. They actually go back to their human forms to argue with each other about. <laughs> about like no I'll do it it'll be faster and I'm better than you uh and it's it, they do that for a while Kaku um actually reveals he Kaku reveals some vital information because of just how much he wants to fight this without it being stupid he's like hey what's the number on your handcuffs because if we have the matching key for it we'll just unlock it for you uh and they're like oh they they match up with different ones so that makes sense and they say that I think Zora's like, oh, this the cuffs say number two, and they each look at their key and are like, no, we don't have that one. Uh, one of them <laughs> says number one. I don't know what the other one is. I don't. Remember, I think it's Jobbers. I don't know what it is. But they are like, well, let's just see who gets to murder them first. And they go back to their animal beast forms.
2: I specifically like Kaku saying uh, that giraffes are awesome. He
0: thinks giraffes are so fucking cool
2: I don't know if it's just like
0: a self-defense coping thing or what yeah, but
2: that's, that's what's funny because Either way it's really funny That he just has a strange appreciation for giraffes uh-huh. Or he's just trying to make up for the fact That he got a dumb devil fruit
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Either way it's fine uh, But yeah it's like the wild power of a giraffe I love it uh, Let's check on our son How is, how is Chopper oh. doing? good for now Good for now um he's he's in his he's in his buff boy form he's in that uh his, probably his own vaguely human beast form he's kind of a weird case yeah. because his fruit <laughs> is the human human fruit if y'all forgot he was a deer who yeah. ate the human human fruit i think about that sometimes and it fucks me up uh,
2: <laughs> see, see what do you think about it your brain immediately goes well what if a person eats it yeah I guess
0: nothing? I just, or do you just get to do the, like, do you just get to change your body type and shape? If you, I, I, That's probably realistically what it would be, because you would still have sort of the quote-unquote devil fruit powers. I, uh, I, I
2: just imagine, this is for the interstitial fans, when we went to the the Sonic world and the gun was just grotesquely realistic. Yeah. That's probably what happens when you eat the human-human fruit as a human, you just look horrifyingly realistic. Cursed. Cursed content.
0: <laughs> but let's check on Chopper. He is just running around, and he hears Soga King yell. Um, and he runs up to to see how they're doing, and he sees them running away. Yeah, he sees them running back and forth across this room uh, from from the combined effort of Kaku and Jabra, who, if they were trying at all, would have murdered them by now. Yeah, realistically, but uh, they yell, "Hey, Chopper!" please find us the number two key so we don't die. And Chopper says, okay. Meanwhile, Luffy is at the back of the tower of justice law. Both. He sees the gates and he's like, all right, well, this will be tough. He's, he's looking across and he sees this, like just this rapid, dangerous water. And he's like, all right, I'm going to paddle in this boat. (laughs) Me, the person (laughs) who can't swim. I'm just going to paddle yeah. across the sea, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to save Robin. This will kill the boy.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good.
0: <laughs> now let's check on Ganve and Chimney. <laughs> uh, they're still smiling nonstop. It's kind of creepy. They don't get the gravity of the situation, I think. I, I almost think Chimney might sometimes. <laughs> it's just her face has been stuck that way the entire time we've known her. <laughs> So it's really hard to say if she does or does not get the gravity of the situation. She is a small child. Yeah, she seems to be having a pretty good time, nonstop. Uh, But she is vital to this fucking arc. She finds a. She's on this weird staircase. If you remember, she found like a secret passage in the in the tower. Uh, She finds. She's on the staircase and she sees this like. It looks like a button on the wall. She's like, "I'm gonna push this fucking button," and she does, (laughs) and the walls start to move, and she finds another secret passage in her secret passage and she goes through it and she pops out of a box at the back of the tower where Luffy was. And then she just watches Luffy drown. And that's the end of the show.
1: <laughs> yeah. One piece she's ends, one still. piece
0: ends with a small child watching Luffy drown. <laughs> that's not the, that is the end of that scene though. We go back to chopper now.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> Who is, uh, Running around looking for key number two, and he assumes, well, if Zoro's not gonna do it, if if Zoro's not fighting right now, Sanji's probably the quickest one to find a key. Uh, so little does he know, he um, he goes into his like deer ass deer form to to look for ch- or for Sanji as soon as possible. Uh, so he's doing that. We see Nami get tied up by hair. Okay. <laughs> This this sequence is kind of a, a little too long for me. Um,
2: yeah, so uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: she escaped at the last second by jumping out of her jacket because that was held, and that's fine. We see Frankie is boxing uh, Fukuro zipper mouth. Just a little bit of check-in with everybody. You forgot <laughs> yep. where
2: they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it is a little bit nicer that they're uh, they're regularly showing us what everyone's doing instead of just be like five episodes going by and like, huh. Where's Luffy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Typically when they do that it's still on purpose though. Because we Yeah. Where is Sanji at any given point in time?
2: <laughs> That's he Yeah, he just likes to disappear. Yeah. I think
0: I don't I think he still does that before this arc is over. Well I guess we'll find yep. out. A little bit. A little bit. Um speaking of Sanji, he's getting his dick kicked in.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, he has, he, he's fighting with Khalifa so he can get the, uh, the key she has, but he can't hurt a woman, even though she's the bad guy, so he pulls back his attack so he doesn't hurt her.
0: Yeah, it, it seems to be, like, it, it really seems to give across the impression that, like, he could end this fight if he wanted to. Yeah. Like, he does this, like, extremely powerful kick, and he just stops right before it hits her, and he's like... I did it. That's that.
2: I didn't hurt the lady. I,
0: I've stomped you in. You must now give up and stop fighting me. Because he refuses, he <laughs> re- just fucking refuses to, to injure a woman because he is too chivalrous. Despite that she wants to murder him and everyone yeah. that he cares about.
2: <laughs> and he'll lose a lady. He, he likes more. Exactly. He doesn't stop her. <laughs> you need to be so chivalrous
0: to Ovid. That you fight the one who is bad. I'd fight. I'd fight Khalifa for Robin. Mm-hmm. Good. You hear that, Sanji? <laughs> Fucking Jory's cooler than you. Uh, <laughs> but no, he he literally does get his dick kicked in. Um, And he keeps uh, expecting her to give in when he does these strong kicks, and she does not. That's the end of that for now. We check back in with Nami, who is being tormented by both hair and a soliloquy from from Kumidori. Uh, it's pretty good uh, yeah. I don't remember it. My note just Just say that it's funny So I believe myself And he takes long enough To deliver this fucking Soliloquy and attack That Chopper runs in And stops him uh, Chopper is Kind of the MVP Of all the fights In this tower <laughs> Like, like yeah. Chopper running around Is pretty much pivotal To everything that happens So shout out to Chopper yeah. Number one boy um he's like what, thirteen or something? I don't know. Alright, so so Chopper and Nami get away. Uh but Nami is is sure to point out that like she got key number three away from Kumidori first. Which I I remember thinking, why does that matter? Like if if they're gonna like I know that they fight him anyway. Why does it matter that she stole the key? And now I know why it matters. Uh and it's extremely important that she got that key when she did. We'll talk about that later. But for now, uh, Sanji
2: falls from the sky And he's smooth He's like He looks like a bowling pin It's really weird but My first thought was that she, that she had some kind of like Power that turned people Into a doll Smooth Sanji This is the first
0: <laughs> time anyone's ever referred to Sanji as smooth I just wanted to be clear but right now, yeah. Sanji's. This
2: is the most smooth he'll ever he's be. He's so smooth. Uh,
0: Sanji, what the fuck? Um, he falls from the sky looking like a <laughs> fucked up, like I don't know. There's actually a really nice touch on the animation of uh this. I don't actually I don't remember if it's on Sanji if it, if it's something that we see later. But um, there's like a blue outline that like makes it just look really bizarre compared to everything
2: else. Huh. But he's. I don't think I noticed that. He's actually. like.
0: Yeah, he's like. He's like a weird fucked up doll. He looks like um, like, can we reference SpongeBob again? He remember, yeah. remember when SpongeBob was normal that one episode?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a little
0: like it's kind of like that. It's like there's no texture anymore. <laughs> He's just kind of yeah. like a bubble boy. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking weird, and he can't move, and uh, he falls. Into the the center of this like staircase in the in the center of the tower, which is where Nami and Chopper are. So they see it, and Khalifa's up at the top of the tower. Like, yeah, I did that. And Nami will avenge him. Nami makes out. <laughs> Nami makes a point to say, "I am not kind." Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Khalifa's like, "Good, neither am I." Um. So she goes up there to fight him or fight Kali her Khalifa and avenge Sanji. There's actually an exchange where she's like, "Sanji, did you?" Did you actually fight? Did you fight as strong as you could? And he's like, Nami, I'm very sorry about not getting the key. <laughs> but, but I, I can I can't hurt women. I I I would never cook a kick a woman.
2: I don't think he'd cook a no, woman. No, probably either. not. He'd cook four women. Almost exclusively. Yes. Uh a true king, yes. <laughs>
0: Oh man, I don't want to fucking get into the thing Sanji w- would, would or would not do uh, in such a context. Um, but that takes us straight into the next episode where the first thing we see is Nami running up the stairs to fight Khalifa and Chopper is going to fight Mr. Kabuki Theater, who and at that point, I guess I didn't remember his name in my notes, uh, but his name is Kumadori. Uh, but we won't see much of that yet because we see Chimney and Ganbei. Save Luffy's life and then save it again.
2: (laughs) I love this. (laughs) It takes Luffy a couple tries to uh, figure out that he can't just like launch himself all the way across. (laughs) Yeah. But he tries.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause they save him from the boat and he's like, all right, gotta get over there. Gonna do a gum gum rocket off of this cannon, which I think, I think it might have worked. I um, I honestly think he could have maybe made that jump. But what happens is they say, oh, no, there's a secret passage. And he's like, what? And, like, he loses focus, <laughs> launches himself headfirst into the cannon, and then falls into the ocean again. <laughs> so that's great. I,
2: I love the chimney explaining the how she found the passage to Luffy, mostly because it shows her, like, Kind of spying on Spandam and Lucci, and I just love how watching them, she assumes their dynamic is that Lucci is the one in charge. Oh yeah, and that Spandam is labeled servant. Yeah,
0: yeah. She she just de- <laughs> she describes uh, it's like the pigeon guy and his servant, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: which is very good. But she um she she shows him down that uh, shows Luffy down that uh, passageway, and they get to this big door, which I think we saw Spandam go through before yeah i think because we saw uh chimney watch it and spandem was confident that no one could go through the store and when they get there with luffy he's like "Uh, i can take care of this and he tells him to stand back he bites his thumb we don't see what happens we like we look like the camera looks at some wall and we see like this big glowing energy which i don't actually know why but we also see, uh, Shim- I think this is the one time Chimmy doesn't smile, uh, is her reaction <laughs> to this, uh, cause she seems horrified. Uh, and we hear Luffy say gear third,
2: <laughs> but we don't get to we see, don't see the what gear third form. is.
0: The entire tower fucking shakes. <laughs> yeah. The top, the top half slides down more, uh, and when we cut back the... The door is gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's clearly been beat, like busted through and gone. Uh, Chimney and Gonbei are like flabbergasted, and when they walk up to Luffy, he is shorter than both of them.
2: Yeah, they they have. Uh, it's a good visual gag because you think it's just like a perspective shot. Yeah, and then as Luffy, they get
0: closer, like, trip. <laughs> he just very. His voice is high pitched as well, I believe. Um, yeah. So, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna sit down for a second because, uh, you have not watched far enough to know what your third is. <laughs> now, I know you're on you're online enough, so you might have witnessed it somehow. Uh, but I'm curious if you don't know what it is, what do you think it is?
2: <laughs> I I don't think it is because I remember when we recorded a super early episode i mentioned that i saw the luffy with like the big black arms and you said that was a recent thing
0: yes the 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 black arm stuff i will say is post time skip yeah so, so don't uh, yell at me for spoiling jory that's <laughs> fucking irrelevant
2: it's i've seen pictures from uh, like video game trailers from the standing in best buy Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, yeah that's true you worked <laughs> in the best buy so uh i <laughs> The. uh so, you know, my, my brain, when I actually saw this, didn't start wondering what gear third might look like. <laughs> <laughs> so this see, is the first time you're thinking about it. Yes, actually. What my brain was mostly going through was, uh, there's this, and then when he's running down the hallway, he kind of reverts back to normal, yes. and I i got, I got an, kind of an idea of looking at what, uh gear gear second is and how he like heats up and he's more stretchy and faster and stuff i just kind of where my brain went was thinking oh when he's doing these forms he's like enhancing the elasticity for whatever by however reasoning Mm -hmm. and the reason why he shrunk down is basically because he can't stretch anymore for a little bit so like when he starts running hit the like elasticity starts to restore so it goes back to normal and i was thinking oh luffy's not just lanky because he's like 17 years old it's also because of the fruit like that kind of affected how, That's, how I, his body shape has grown i haven't considered that <laughs> possibility
0: because i feel like i feel like he'd probably still look like that i can't imagine luffy looking <laughs> not lanky but maybe it does <laughs> yeah. uh, like i was like does does luffy work out why would he <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah because like ace has a little bit more like bulk to him that could just be because he's the older brother and he he has to look like a little bit more manly i guess would be the the simplest way to put it but i, I just got thinking like huh there's there's a little bit more to this than i i might have thought but <laughs> with, there is a little bit more like i will tell you that break through a door <laughs> the only thing i can think of is uh what um Zoro does later. Mm. He just kind of gives himself muscles.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a weir- that's a weird thing we'll talk about with Zoro. Zoro does a lot of fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah, he does. Uh, but okay, yeah. I I was just curious if if I was like that's a that's a good poll question <laughs> since you haven't seen Gear <laughs> Third yet because I didn't remember how far. I, I I I think now I'm remembering like oh yeah I picked this stopping point because it was before the the big fight. I still didn't fucking remember when he does it for real. So, good. The entire tower shakes. And, yeah, so Luffy runs ahead. Chimney and Gonbei don't follow, um, notably. And eventually, yes, Luffy gets back to normal size after running for a while. And he sort of, like, notices it, like, says it to himself, like, All right, cool, I'm back to normal. Great. Uh, And we, we see Spandam up ahead, worried what the noise was. Uh, Luchi—this is a good exchange. Luchi says— they could be following us. Those kids saw us and Spandem's like, why didn't you tell me that or stop them or anything? And he says, well, it wasn't my order.
2: <laughs> hey, you didn't tell me mm-hmm. to. Why should I? Lu-
0: it, it becomes very obvious that Luchi wants more than anything to, to fight and murder these people. Yeah. So he's fine <laughs> he, with Luffy catching up. He,
2: I, I, It makes me think that he didn't want to like serve the government for some kind of like righteous thing like kobe uh he just he just wanted an excuse to fight and kill people man what a fucking uh,
0: interesting revelation to have (laughs)
2: yeah
0: people just joining fucking sources of power to (laughs) to fucking enact harm against marginalized people wow
2: (laughs) wild uh, uh, i don't think we've we've ever gone into the dynamic of uh the pirates being criminals, and it could be just—it could be also seen as like their only working class option. You know? mm-hmm. Ooh, that's that's too much of a door to open <laughs> right now. One, uh, what I'm just thinking about how much of a bastard Spandam is. Oh man, weak. he's so, he's so much of a of a bastard that Lucci like. He doesn't even really want to follow his orders. He just does what he's asked. He's not going to do anything more than what he is asked. Yeah, no,
0: no. We we talked about this before, but like literally, no one respects Bandam. Yeah, and, and we know he's only there because of nepotism. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, fucks Bandam. Like off the top, that's always like yep. Uh, evergreen post as uh, a <laughs> as uh, Andrew described it in the Orange Grove Discord. Fucks Bandam everything about him sucks he's he uh was what is is it mick foley that his design is based off is that the right name
2: his character mankind okay was he a heel at first okay was he this good of a
1: heel (laughs) it it was
2: more of like he's he was a a crazy man that's Mm. why he has the mask and he'd like he'd talk in a crazy voice um and that was kind of his thing. But eventually he, he became a face and loved character. But it was mostly just like he was an underling type guy because he was crazy and easily manipulated was, I think, the kind mm. of thing that they did. So he lived in the boiler room. That
0: doesn't really track to to Spandem at all.
2: Yeah. I, I think it's a, it's just one of those, hey, this character design is cool, kind of like why Whitebeard kind of looks like Hulk Hogan.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's... um. Yes, there's some cases where there's it there's more to the visual decision. I was wondering if this was one of them. I guess I'm gonna say
2: no.
1: Uh,
2: I think it's partially inspired by the character, and also just that like ancient like medieval torturer mask making a character look I, I would be willing to believe that Spandam wears that mask mostly because he thinks it makes him look more scary
0: maybe i feel like i remember him wearing it
2: because of some injury i might be wrong but also he spills coffee on himself all the time so he might exactly. have burnt his dumb ass stupid face with coffee it has to wear a mask to cover it up e- exactly I, w- I would completely <laughs> believe that he
0: wears it because he did something stupid and fucked his face up i wish him nothing but pain and suffering yeah so
2: Hi, everyone. I'm Andrew.
3: Hi, I'm Marn.
2: This is the Argonauts Podcast. Each week, I'm going to try and solve an old defunct ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true. Marn, what ARGs have we covered so far?
3: So far, we have covered Spectacular Organic Frog Fractions 2, Sexy Girl Max 2019, and This is My Milwaukee.
2: And that list is only going to continue to grow. Yep. Come check us out every other Thursday on the Orange Groves Network.
3: And you can find us at ArgonautsPod.com.
0: Yes. So after that exchange with, with Spandam and Lucci, uh, Spandam fucking hits Robin for looking at him. Taunts her more. Piece of shit. I hate him so much. Uh, and this is actually, now we go back to Luffy. This is where he goes back to normal. And um, Luffy, c- coming right off of that conversation, I think it's interesting how Luffy is like, I'm going to beat the shit out of Pigeon Guy. Like, he doesn't even really seem to acknowledge spandam's existence in this whole equation yeah. <laughs> i wonder if that's because he knows that he's a non-threat physically and like you know if he if he gets through luchi robin is saved essentially
2: yeah i think he's kind of seeing it like that because no spandam's not really a if, if spandam was a figure to worry about he probably would have already sparred with him at this point in some capacity like Gotten some kind of strike done on him, or but I think that standoff moment they had, he could easily figure out Spandam wasn't the one that he needed to worry about.
0: That's that's a pretty easy read. Um, but he Luffy vows to beat the shit out of Pigeon Guy, who (laughs) he doesn't learn people's names, it's fine. Nope. (laughs) Uh, let's check back in on Nami. She gets up to Khalifa and is wondering what her power is, and Khalifa is undressing. To get in the bath, <laughs> that's it. That's all that yep. happens in this scene. Yep, it's great. Uh, Frankie is holding off Zipper Boy, uh, but he's starting to run low on cola, and me too. So I, I didn't write down a lot of details on these fights, especially like uh, Zoro's, for example. I just they just do stuff. Um, but yeah, I they write do down a lot stuff. Of f-
2: fighting back and forth.
0: <laughs> yeah, they exchange blows. Uh, but f- I write down cool stuff and things that matter. And Frankie uses his his sideburns as like uh, <laughs> yeah, shur- shuriken. Yeah, I've
1: too. And he so cool. his sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: takes them off, chucks them like fucking batarangs, and they grow back. Oh my god, it's great. Uh, but after some but, more attacks, he's like, "Oh my,
2: my power's low." Think that. I was confused with here, and I wrote it down because it must be some kind of Japanese pun. But they keep calling each other different words for underwear as they're punching each other.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. I don't. I I remember thinking that and being like, oh yeah, this is some uh like words that sound similar joke. And I didn't. Yeah, and sound I didn't or really. Look
2: similar. <laughs>
0: yeah, I didn't really write it down to try and dig into it, but I'm pretty sure it's just that because uh, Frankie. Calls Zipper Boy a wimp, and that pisses (laughs) him off, and they and then they just start boxing, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) just straight up. Frankie takes his skin off so he can
1: yeah punch
2: harder. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, which is interesting too because he's wearing like like he's able to take the skin off of his hand and reveal this robot hand and like sure yeah he's a robot. I don't (laughs) like the idea that his skin is a glove that he can take off, but I get it. But the implication (laughs) (laughs) that like. He's always how cushioning his fucking blows like literal boxing gloves yeah. by wearing skin.
2: <laughs> just how thick is that skin? I,
0: I guess thick. Dude doesn't wear many clothes. Yeah, <laughs> made of iron. He can stop bullets, and it doesn't hurt the skin at all. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wild. Now, th- yeah, the thing he like the fact that he so rarely is like, all right, I got to punch really hard. Gonna take my skin off to really fuck you up, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, they, they they go back and forth for a while, and they tumble into a kitchen, which uh, is a great opportunity for
2: Frankie. Yeah, he needs some cola.
0: Yeah, he needs that fucking sweet sweet nectar. If Frankie drank Fago, would he become a juggalo?
2: He'd just turn into buggy. I think you're right. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Goddamn. I think it all. Maybe it also depends on like the flavor Fago, because mm. I feel like you might be able to be more acquainted with Fago than I am, just I because am, of your I am, location. I am in Michigan. Yes, you live like you just go down the block and you can meet uh, John Fago himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, hanging out with Eminem.
2: It's like when you go to Chicago and you
0: just see Pete Wentz, and you're like, "Hey, what's up, dude? Why are you always at the fucking airport or whatever?"
2: It's a uh, there, there's like ninety thousand flavors of Fago, so maybe it all depends on the flavors. Lot.
0: Um, I am old now. That's a joke. I'm like the youngest person I know. I I I have reached a point where Fago is too sweet for me, is what I'm trying to mm. say. So I don't really drink it anymore. <laughs> uh, but anyways, funny joke about Frankie and what he consumes. Um, we'll get we'll get into some more of that. But he sees the fridge and he's like, hell yeah! And it's right next to it. Chopper and Kumadori bust into the kitchen as well. <laughs> Uh, So the gang's all here <laughs> Chopper immediately locks Kumadori in the fridge Yeah And Frankie says Hey I need that What the fuck dude I need that fridge for my cola needs
2: <laughs> Everyone there is, is wondering what, what the fuck is cola going to do
0: Yeah First Chopper is like Frankie I'm mad at you for Usopp Why are you here And Frankie says this is about Robin now I'm helping you I also need cola And I, I wrote down this the, the exact Subtitle that Chopper says uh, And it says what kind of idiot Powers up with cola <laughs> um, This idiot This idiot uh, I, I snapchatted that to you When I got there And I also I sent that same snapchat to our friend Chris and Chris literally replied Jory <laughs> 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 like with no context of how much we like Frankie, I think it's like Chris knows that you have this undying love for Crystal Pepsi, and I think that's probably it. But yeah. uh, <laughs> um, Crystal Jory, uh, your your wrestling persona,
1: yep, is well. I, I
2: heavily, I heavily relate to Frankie running on soda. Yeah. I woke up this morning <laughs> and thought, oh no, I don't have soda, so the first thing I did was went and got three twelve packs. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, you were truly super. Uh,
2: before we recorded, I was
0: like, I need, some, I, need, I need sugar. I need cola. So I ran, I ran to the store, and I've got my, my, my Dr. Peeper over here. Um, so this is great and all. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Frankie's, like, struggling to, to, to fight Fukuro. I learned his name at this point. And uh, he punches Frankie a bunch. I wrote down that he uses double team which is a Pokemon reference, but what he seems to like make different like copies of himself by just moving so fast that it looks like he, yeah. he there are multiple of him and he punches Frankie a bunch, um, which is essentially what double team is in, in the Pokemon franchise. But uh, yeah. Frankie can't fight back without a sip of that good, good bubbly. And Chopper's like, all right, fine. He opens the fridge and he just grabs a drink. This is actually really funny where kumadori's is like, ah, you have come back to fight me and the door closes. Yeah. <laughs> it's extremely good.
2: I, I love this sequence because he the first thing Chopper throws, Frankie catches it, and he like his hair turns into a tomato shape with like the sprouts. Yeah, yeah. And he, his voice gets all high pitched and he uh-huh. he he does like I think the subtitles I was watching said he does, like, a super fresh punch, and he, like, he, like, is on one foot, and it's, like, really slow and lightly punches uh, Fukuro, (laughs) as he's all peppy and (laughs) high-pitched.
0: I think it's Kazuki Yao who does his voice. I googled it, and I'm getting pictures of Django, which is, in fact, true, uh, because he also did Django's voice. He's such a fucking good voice actor, though, and his, uh, his, his performance and his flexibility with Frankie is just... Fucking incredible. Um Kazuki Yao's performance is one of the main reasons I will always watch it subbed. because uh, it's like not not to discredit uh the dub Frankie. I think it's it fits with Americanizing the character. Cause he just kinda sounds like this. Uh that's my Zigbar voice. He doesn't really sound too much like Zigbar, but he has that he, it, it goes very much the other direction of, of what uh Frankie sounds like um in Japanese. Um, but yeah, so his voice changes with this persona of like, yeah. oh whoops, I put vegetable juice in me. Now I'm a health freak. And he's
2: like,
3: yeah. Fresh punch!
2: And it does nothing. He gets the shit beat out of him. It <laughs> does nothing in the film, He really goes to like punching and stomping him again. Yeah. <laughs> and he yells at Chopper, and Chopper's like, Okay, okay, and throws something else, and Frankie catches it, and then suddenly he has like a mop. And his hair's all <laughs> rela- his hair's his hair uh goes to the shape of like steam going off of a cup of tea yeah and he sits down like ah oh, after a long hard day of working in the fields it's <laughs> <and laughs> asking Fukuro if he wants some tea uh-huh. so he just becomes like an old Japanese man that uh-huh. works on a farm <laughs> <I'm incredibly laughs> and good. when when Frankie starts yelling at Chopper uh about just get him some cola he's like and knock that look off your face. I know you're thinking about what happens when I get other drinks and Chopper has Mm. bright stars in his eyes. Chopper's thinking the same exact thing we are in. Exactly. This is a world of possibility Uh right here. (laughs) If he drinks Crystal Pepsi, does he become invisible? Yeah. (laughs) If he drinks Mountain Dew Game Fuel, can he no-scope better?
3: (laughs) Absolutely. 100%.
0: I already made the Faygo joke. But I got ahead of it. There's um shout out to Plaquas, which is always true. Uh, but uh, I remember you tweeted a a, a shirt that said like, uh, some it was like hook me up to Mountain Dew or something like a IV of yeah. Mountain Dew. And I was like, I want Frankie in this shirt. And then Plaquas did it. I'm I'm gonna dig it up and retweet it on the on the show account uh, before this episode is is done. Uh, before it's up
2: i i really like this too because it does open up a possibility i just realizing this now it opens up a possibility for something that could be a little bit more serious it maybe i've just predicted the future or oda if you're listening go ahead and use this Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, if he if he replaced it with like alcohol or something you could he could you could have it go he goes into like a drunken fist master type thing That'd be actually that a really cool thing to see. Yeah. Right. like we, yeah, we've There, there is an unseen possibility here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, there's some good bits with Frankie's fucking fuel choice. <laughs> but yeah, Chopper's like... I-, I like that they really like immediately nipped that in the bud of like, hey, <laughs> this is not some fucking <laughs> trick show, Chopper. <laughs> yeah. And Chopper's like, but what if? <laughs> do you think Ch- Frankie drinks all of his... Well, we've seen. I think we've seen Frankie drink cola. We have seen Frankie drink cola just normally through his face when we first meet him at, at Bruno's bar. But do you think like if Frankie were to drink, if Frankie were to drink, would he do it like this or like this? But base like <laughs> jokes aside, do you think he's like, oh, I want to get really drunk, so I'm gonna put it through my fucking abdomen? Is Frankie putting <laughs> is is Frankie drinking things through his Abdomen fridge ch- thing, the equivalent of butt chugging.
2: Does, it a robot, works faster. does a
0: robot man even have kidneys? There's so many <laughs> possibilities with Frankie.
2: There is. It's probably <laughs> probably works just the same way. It works faster than if you were to drink it orally. So probably. I'm
0: sure some. I'm sure someone has asked Oda, and I'm sure he's thought about it. Is the problem? <laughs> We go through those gags of, of, of Frankie's reactions to the drinks. And then uh, Chopper goes back one more time, gets actual cola, and throws it to Frankie. And Frankie's like, all right, that is definitely cola. I'm 100% <laughs> sure of that. And he jumps up to get it. And Fukuro's like, no, fuck you. And he knocks him down. And, but as he, he sort of like reveals, like as he's standing back up, he has been refueled. And uh, I love this sequence actually. Like lightning and uh, th- thunder cracks as he stands up, and he's like the there's like this silhouette of him against the um, the chopper. Uh, explain is like knocked out of the room. Kumidori's in the fridge. You know, <laughs> chopper. A good thing Explains that we know about Frankie is that a handcuff Situation. He is back. He is super. Soro and he, and Soke and, Soga King. Tells, uh, and uh, I just start calling him Chopperpa in my notes. Uh, Chopperpa is back up. And Frankie's like, all right, sit and watch this. And, like, cannons his, like, shoulders.
1: Shoot up. And <laughs>
0: it <Frankie sighs> hits him one good time and just sends him through, like, several fucking walls. And he's like, I guess my punches really were pathetic before. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: He hasn't that mentioned episode, anything, but he used all that knowledge he gained just, damn, from working so on those good. dumb
2: little ships <laughs> to, to rebuild himself. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah, around to rebuild Frankie himself. Is fantastic. And it's, it's a nice little super heartwarming Frankie moment there, super. and he uh, he reveals the super special attack he has called Chasing Cannon, uh-huh. which He's which immediately sparks missiles, right.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what Chopper thinks is like. They're mm-hmm. gonna follow him. But he fires and then they, they don't hit and then Frankie just starts chasing after him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's so good. It's it's stupid and it's ineffective, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that happens for a little while. Fukuro like starts to hide from him and he's like doing this long overdramatic monologue about like how he's like an owl in the night. He will strike where you least expect it. And then you just hear him get punched. And Chopper's like, he's in here. I punched him for you. (laughs) And then uh, they they continue to fight for a little bit. I think Frankie takes a big attack like off of the tower. And he's like above the water now. And he starts falling down towards the water. Oh, no. And Fukuro uh, chases after him. And and they they sink down into the water. Then Kumadori busts out of the fridge. And my notes say that he's saying the word Gucci over and over again. That's what it sounds like. And he, he is visibly larger now.
2: I, I really like this because, like we mentioned earlier, that he's just kind of, he's not, not too bright. Mm-hmm. And what this shows is he thought the only way he could make it out of the fridge was to eat all the food inside. <laughs> Understandably. <laughs> Like, otherwise, the door just won't open. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it worked. Yeah, he's finally able to get out. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, we're not going to see much more of that fight yet, though. Um, because we're going to check back with Frankie, who is swimming up that waterfall. Uh, and he's doing all right. He can swim pretty damn good. Uh, but but <laughs> Zipper Owl, as I, my my notes have evolved <laughs> to describe him, is is coming to to drag him back down. And, um, they just, they just fight in the water for a while.
2: Yeah. Uh, when they're, when they're, when they're fighting, I believe, maybe it's a little bit later when Frankie does another, uh, does another fart. Yes. Yeah. He does. Um, (laughs) he does one good coup
0: de boo to get out of the water. Yeah. (laughs) I I think he ends up getting knocked back down at some point though. It's, I, I didn't write down every event because a lot of it is just them exchanging attacks above the or in the water and above the water yeah but um eventually Frankie like drags him back down by holding on to him and he he can, he can like get out but not as very well and like Frankie is you know attached to him basically he's like alright well I am <laughs> attached to you now and you are going to save me if you save yourself yeah <laughs> and they, they basically keep arguing while this happens and is like well, as soon as, as soon as we land, this is gonna be over in in one move. I'm gonna end you. And Frankie's like, not if I end you first. <laughs> as soon as they're over the shore, uh, and um, we'll see. We'll see how that ends in a bit. We get like a a glimpse of Luffy yelling for Robin in case you forgot what he's doing. Um, and then we check back in with Zoro and Soga King, who are also still running away from, from uh, from from Jabra. And Kaku, this is the rest of the episode. They actually stop from running for a little bit because Kaku and and Jabber are arguing, and Soga King, fucking brilliant mind that he is, decides to spur this on uh by debating which of the two of them would win.
2: (laughs) It (laughs) almost works. It almost does, but then Zoro's like, Oh, I see what you're doing. You're trying to get them to fight each other so we can escape and then they hear him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and he's like Soro. I have a second plan. This time, shut up. And Soga King's like, But which is cooler? A giraffe or a wolf? Um, and this is where we really get into how cool Kaku thinks giraffes are. And uh, this actually seems to be working, but Zora's like, No, no, I'm not going to run away. We're going to play rock, paper, scissors to see whose hand I cut off. Yeah. And Soga King's like, uh, Neither of our hands, please. He's like, no, no. no. If, if whoever, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut your hand off, and you're gonna run away and get the key. Uh, we'll be fine. Um, Chopper
2: can just put it back on when, when. Yeah, we're he's on. like, yeah, run,
0: run to Chopper and sew it back on. He's like, that's not all fucking hands work, dude. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they say no, and, and Zoro's like, okay. Well, I have a second plan, and I gotta say, Zoro's second plan is probably one of my favorite things to happen ever, which is. To use Soga King as a sword. (laughs) Yeah. Storm is what he ends up calling it later. It's very good. It's
2: a good name. (laughs) It is. Yeah,
0: it's pretty good. So we we cut back to Frankie and and Fukuro who are arguing. Fukuro decides he's going to slam Frankie into the tower and starts like spinning to, to gain momentum to do it. And Frankie goes back into that centaur form. If you forgot he had that. But because he does that, he ends up with like four legs and he can like wrap around Fukuro in the air and um, trap his legs. And he's like, well, now that you've done that, I still have all this momentum going. And he's like fucking as if and (laughs) uses a coup de vent in the other direction to stop the momentum. And now they're like plummeting. They're over the water, over the land, over the shore. So he's like, I just have to make sure that you fall on the bottom and then I kill you. And they're plummeting, and he does one bigger coup de vent to shoot Fukuro straight down into the land. And uh, I do believe uh, that is the end of Zipper Boy. Yeah. And the end of the he's, episode. He's just dead. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's retired. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking JoJo's all-star battle voice, retired. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. We go on to 290. And uh, we, we see Zoro trying to fight with Soka King as a sword, which just means Soka King's getting punched in the face a bunch.
2: <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all we see.
0: Uh, and uh, we do see Chopper now starting to fight Kumidori. Maybe um, he just makes him do a fucking trick over and over again. Yeah. Because <laughs> what happens is Kumidori is like, or I think he's like, why did you eat all the food, you goddamn buffoon? And he uses a move called life return um, and his body goes right back to normal. And that's fucking weird on its own that he can just like do that. I don't know if there's anything to unpack or say about it, but I do think it's weird.
2: (laughs) It's very strange. Doesn't, I guess it relates to just the technique that he's using. Yeah. About he has, he describes life energy.
0: Yeah. He describes that he's like able to will his consciousness to have like utter control of his body and that's kind of how that's how his hair works that's how he's able to use his hair to attack
2: he's basically using the ripple
0: it's basically <laughs> ripple i was just thinking like oh yeah there's that in part 1 of jojo there's the guy with
2: there's a the guy with the hair although
0: that's not yeah. the, uh, that's notably not the ripple uh that's a bad guy it's a zombie who's doing that um but yeah the the ultimate like like I can I have control of all the energy in my body such that I can control every centimeter and move it is basically it and he does it to put the fucking it's not even like distributing weight he just goes from bigger to back to what his normal size was and it's like fine I guess it's just like super digestion and Chopper says do it again and he does so he fucking bulks back up and then shrinks back down like three times. And he, and he has this long monologue about how he trained as a hermit to master this skill. And he explains what I just said of it. it's this consciousness that extends to the end of his hair. Uh, and now he attacks with it to to show it off. And Chopper runs away around the, the kitchen for a while. He can't exactly fight back because every time he does, he uses uh iron body. And he starts to, he looks at like a, a rumble ball and he's like, I've already wasted my first one. The second one will be too hard to control, and I can't use the third one. It'll be impossible to control it. This is not foreshadowing, and <laughs> nope, not one bit. no, no. Uh, nope, and then Kumadori <laughs> uses an attack where his like staff is on fire, and he basically ends up lighting the entire room on fire. uh Chopper decides that he has to use the second rumble ball. he is right, he can't control it at all
2: <laughs> yeah. i was I was a little bit confused by it, but uh once he started talking about it a little bit more, it's just. Because he's using using them, he, he I was just like, why can't he pick one? But oh, that's his why, because he can't like use multiple without without things getting screwed up.
0: Yeah, I basically just overexerts his body. Um, yeah, which which I think makes sense just because of how young he is and how much training you know he has done. Uh, with yeah. with, with uh, changing forms. The fact that he has to use this medicine to accelerate himself to do the transformations at all, as opposed to say Kaku, who is just doing them yeah definitely we'll actually later see Kaku do something by accident, and I think it's a really good parallel um <laughs> to to uh basically just show off how zone powers kind of work they're they're kind of weird. We're reaching that point in one piece where with with luffy doing his gear stuff and seeing these zone fruits really push to their limits we're we're seeing double fruits have a lot more depth of just like. When you train with them and master them, you can you can reach even new feats with them. This will continue to escalate and uh, to, to upsetting levels and get paired with other other things that get introduced. but uh, but but for now, seeing uh, all of these fucking zone fruits in, in one place is, is interesting. Uh, I think I mentioned before on the show that Inus Loppy is kind of where everyone gets like their quote unquote "new abilities." It, it's, it's a very shonen thing. Where it's like, all right, big th- this big fight is where I whip out some new technique, and then it becomes my thing forever, like Rasengan and Naruto or some shit, or the Devil Form or not Devil Form, but like Nine Tail Fox Form, um, and like stuff like that. One Piece is kind of it, it kind of does it in its own way because of how Devil Fruits work and how many Straw Hats don't have them, um, how it just kind of like. Create something that works for the character, and we'll get into that with, you know, Zoro and 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 Sanji today. But um, the, in, in-, in- yes lobby is kind of the first time where it's like, all right, everyone gets a level up. <laughs> yeah, every, every, everyone gets to escalate their stuff now, except for you know, this is the first time we see Frankie. Robin is a damsel in distress. Nami is never gonna get to be as powerful as everybody else in the sucks But for the most part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the most part, everybody gets it. But yeah, so so this is uh him using that second rumble ball and he's not re- like he's he's able to access those newer forms, but he's not able to concentrate and control them. So he's like, I need yeah. arm point and he accidentally becomes like the defense ball form.
2: Yeah it's he can initiate the transformation but can't get the one he wants,
0: mm-hmm. which sucks for him.
2: <laughs> Very unfortunate.
0: Yeah, this uh this continues for a while as the room continues to get more and more on fire and he continues to take more and more damage. Uh, and he's still just trying to get arm point and land like one really good attack, up until he finally does it. He he he's like in his his tiniest form as he's. Trying to run forward and do it And he was getting hit by um, Notably Kumadori uses his hair to make several like hands And do like a bunch of finger pistols uh, So he's getting fucked up pretty bad Yeah uh, And he finally hits that attack off Like he's finally like And he doesn't even realize it He's like Oh I'm in I'm in the right form I have to do this now yeah. He He does it He attacks he, he does the. Uh, Kumadori does Iron Body and takes it, and he. It, it kind of seems like they're both out of commission. Um, but Kumadori is still there, and he's now very mad, and he just starts, <laughs> like, kicking the ever loving shit out of Chopper now that he's mad, just yeah. destroying him with Tempest Kicks. Do you want to talk about this, uh, like, flashback that Chopper has that puts basically all of his trauma into a much darker context?
2: yeah it's explaining like why why he can't take the uh the third rumble ball Mm -hmm. because he's uh, he wakes up from bed he's like hey i don't remember anything and uh the the witch lady she's like hey that's that's not that's not okay you uh you burn down an entire town and everyone is real pissed and it's cool that you're experimenting but like like doctor here look you're uh you got to you got to be more careful a doctor always has a person's life in their hands and a small mistake can turn some turn into something you can't take back mhm which is that's that's some real gravity but uh yeah it is <laughs> and it's it's real it's real sad because not only you see the flash to to Doctor Hero looking like oh oh no (laughs) why is why is this happening Mm -hmm. I don't want to see see this I can't handle this right now and then Chopper is like little kid crying I'm sorry I'm not gonna do it again don't kick me out please no Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: yeah it's it's it really for me I I'd kind of forgotten about this how much time they spend on this where it's like it shows you a clip of a leveled village of on Drum Island. And knowing, like, oh, yeah, he was experimenting with this medicine. He he did something where he blacked out and leveled a, a town. And then, like, thinking, like, all right, so this happened before we met him. Like, this contextualizes his anxiety and the way that uh, he feels like he's a monster in a considerably deeper yeah. context, I think.
2: Yeah, it's it's a little bit more than just, like, when he's in his giant Sasquatch form. And everyone's like, "What the fuck? You're a scary monster!" Mm-hmm. Like he he now has like some kind of trauma reassurance that hey, he is actually capable of being a monster. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what he's he's worried that that's basically the the like base level view of what he is as well.
0: Yeah, and especially like, being so fucking young, it, basically I don't I don't know how much Oda has thought about what Chopper's consciousness and like. Sentience was when he was that's a deer. What I was,
2: like I was just thinking, is like uh, the, not only a trauma, like the, the it's <laughs> the like fucked up trauma. You gain sentience, and then everything around you hates you. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I was thinking about. Like to see, like f- he's
0: already young, and so many of his formative memories are people telling him he doesn't belong. Yeah, we can dig deep into that relevance. And and different ways you can relate to it. However, I did I did immediately question: Did he have this level of like thought when he was just a deer? Does that come with the human human fruit? Did that did that weird dog cannon in Alabasta have sentience? Uh, yeah, that's
2: that's what I'm that's what I'm worried about. Or, that's what uh, sentience about isn't the, the right word
0: because obviously like. Animals do like thoughts,
2: yeah. Like (laughs) just just like the the human level of like comprehension of things. Yeah,
0: I'm sure there's a but a succinct way to say it that I don't
2: know. It's even more weird to think about with like the the inanimate objects that get animal fruits, like Mm -hmm. the fucking elephant sword or the dog cannon. Yep, (laughs) that's even more weird to think about. It's weird, and I'm sure like
0: there's not a whole lot of point to to thinking about it in depth. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Those are usually one-off things. Yeah, with, with with no depth to analyze beyond like, you know, the just like, oh man, I wonder if like, oh, uh, let's think really deep about the implications that are irrelevant that we sometimes do on this show. But yeah. um, I, I think with
2: Choppers that it, that is a, a good point. Yeah, if...
0: yeah, with Chopper, it's a little <laughs> bit more interesting because he wasn't he was an animal who does the devil fruit give you the does it affect your brain <laughs> in in the ways of whatever it's based on like i i feel like
2: i i thi- the only other person who's really shown it is we we'll, we see later with jabra where he, ja- he jabra, acts like yeah jabra has a lot like of he acts like a fairy tale wolf he acts like a fairy tale wolf <laughs> exactly yeah
0: like jabra definitely acts like you know those what wolves are personified by in media, at the very least, which you know, yeah, we're we're talking about a work of fiction at the end of the day. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I have to, I have to wonder, like, yeah, how much of Chopper's like consciousness came with a fruit that gave that made gave him the qualities of a of a human man. <laughs> and there's no answer to this. We are just talking about it at length at this point. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. But but yeah, like we both sort of got there at the same point of like. Well, wait a minute. How long? How much consciousness has he had? Does he remember? I, I think he. We don't really see him remember his dear family. We see him remember Hero Look, and that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, he has all of this uh, anxiety and and stuff behind him. Uh, after that flashback in the present, Chopper is sort of sort of like held up, strung up by all that hair, about to take. Um, presumably the final blow, uh, and he remembers that all of this is for Robin and he can't give up, and what he does is he goes from whatever form he's in, I don't know if it's arm point still or not, but he goes from that to the the really small form, his normal chibi-looking form, and that uh, gets him out of the hair, and he just takes the third rumble ball, and that's it. And he says he has to put his life on the line to save his friends.
1: Yeah.
0: And we start to see him transform, into something getting much, much larger. And then the, the flashback confirms that he lost consciousness after taking the third rumble ball. And I think it's Dr. Ean that says the devil fruit becomes out of control. And that's when he becomes a capital R capital M real monster. <laughs> we see that this, we, we, then we see the forum for the first time, this gigantic, like sort of deer, bipedal just giant furry just a monster just monster and it towers over Kumadori, and it screams
2: and then there's two filler episodes <laughs> I, I skipped to the filler episodes it's like no i I, yeah. I need to see what happens to my son yeah
0: interesting place for those like uh boss luffy and ancient japan town
2: episodes it was for like a new year thing yeah I just, guess, just like, inter- interesting
0: <laughs> cliffhanger to leave those on. Um, yeah. <laughs> who would do such a thing? Welcome to They, Them, There's a monthly non-binary discussion podcast.
3: We're here. We're queer. Let's talk about
0: it. My name is Joe.
3: And my name is Ray.
0: We're non-binary, and what? once a month we sit down and we talk about gender. Gender. Gender.
3: We talk about our experiences with gender expression, pronouns, and other parts of the trans and non-binary experience.
0: We also talk about a lot of anime and music that we like and relate to.
3: And our cats.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You can listen at theorangegroves.com or search they, them, theirs on your podcast app of choice.
3: Until next time, take care, and remember, nice gender.
0: Uh, anyways... (laughs) Uh, that jumps us ahead to episode 293, and uh, we pick up right where we left off. Kumidori is taken aback, but determined to stand strong and fight, uh, and he, he jumps and attacks a bunch, but everything just bounces off of Chopper, which is, like, <laughs> fucking wild, by the way. <laughs> like, the, the sheer, like, uh, like, Kumidori isn't the strongest person there by any means, but like, we saw how strong he was, and the fact that he's just straight up bouncing off of Chopper now. Um, hair buying doesn't work uh, because he, he like starts to use the hair on him and Chopper screams or yells and so much so that the consciousness in his hair is scared and it will not do the thing <laughs> he says he has to fight like a man or something and uh, he tries to do some tempest kicks and Chopper finally just swings his arm down once and <laughs> yeah so like Kumidori jumps up to do these tempest kicks, and Chopper just kind of like swats them back down. Nope. <laughs> Not in my yeah. house. Nope. Not allowed. <laughs> nope. So that's probably fine. Let's check on Frankie.
2: <laughs> yeah, Frankie. Uh, he just picked up the key, and he's like, "Well, this one's four. We need two. Uh, Kumudori had three. He's. I'm glad. It's. An, it's almost a nice." Nice dynamic that we're getting. Uh, new straw hats are like fully grown out adults, or they have critical thinking, because he's able to be like, "Oh, the one who has number two is going to be the girl," because the people Zoro and Soga King are fighting don't have the key. Mm-hmm. So it's it's uh, it's probably not even intentional. But if it were, even if it were like Sanji, I feel like he'd be like uh sanji guess i got to go somewhere else I, I i would
0: believe it if sanji pieced it together san like he, he probably wouldn't remember the numbers but he would be like all right well it's not in that room it's not the ones yeah. i have that leaves Khalifa. like sanji as dumb as he is um and i think zoro could probably piece it to- together too zoro zoro's um shortcomings are more in directions but yeah,
2: <laughs> he'd get lost trying to find it. Yeah,
0: exactly. He'd be like, "All right, it has to be Kalifa and then never fucking find her room. <laughs> but yeah, so Frankie pieces that together, and then uh, we we cut back now to Khalifa's room, and it feels like I missed something because Nami's just on the ground covered in bubbles. We did miss something. <sighs> we, we'll see it in a little bit in a flashback. <laughs> But it's it's bizarre, because especially because I, ju- I skipped two filler episodes to get here, so it feels like yeah. Well, wait a minute.
2: Hey, that, that, that's what I thought when I went here. Is like, wait, did the did the second filler episode end and like the last five minutes were back to normal? Should I go back?
0: And I hope not. I've never seen them, so <laughs> that's uh, that's. If we ever do Patreon content, that might be it. Uh, fucking watch filler episodes. Anyways, Khalifa uh is in a bathtub and she says the battle has started and Nami's Nami's confused how her powers how she can use her powers underwater but I don't think she's bathing in seawater like I feel like fresh water doesn't affect devil fruit yeah. powers
2: yeah Khalifa also mentions that like she's not submerged enough for it to have yeah, an effect
0: that's fucking weird cause I feel like like it's like I feel like it's seawater like that's the point I don't I don't know if yeah like Luffy has used fresh water to beat the Sandman.
2: I'm yeah. He had water inside of him, so <laughs> well. I I didn't even I didn't even ask questions because that's where my brain went. Was it's not seawater? He's fine. Exactly. So this is a weird thing for Nami to bring up,
0: <laughs> and for Kali to be like, well, actually, it's fine because I'm not submerged.
2: And it's like maybe there's something we're missing where uh, must be. Seawater is better for the skin or something i don't know
0: <laughs> she she does love her beauty i don't fucking know dude. so uh
2: so uh, <laughs> can, can we uh skip this before, before we get into this not only does this suck i wrote, wrote down this sucks <laughs> because it's like weird but also uh Khalifa and nami are really gay yes in this fight yeah yeah um i,
0: I would say more so Khalifa just feels seems really yeah. enamored by nami
2: and uh, i don't blame Na- her n- but nami nami seems a little bit more just like incidental in a way but Khalifa seems uh like almost confirmed for gay
0: yeah i, I almost that's the thing because i feel like she has no hesitation, just beating the shit out of Sanji. So I don't even feel like I read her as yeah. bi. I feel like I just read her as like fucking just gay. <laughs> there's there
2: there's there's small moments in their fight, like with with her embarrassment at like either something not working or like mm-hmm. so her like ditzy things coming across. We haven't seen that up until now, so it's not like yeah. A lot oh, of oh pers- ha ha. She's the f- she's the fighting lady. Mm-hmm. Also, so she's, we gotta- she was
0: really mean to Iceberg too. So maybe she yeah. she has like no patience for men, but she seems enamored with Nami. Yeah. And my my problem is that Oda wrote it, so it's probably meant to be some sort of homophobic joke. But my gay yeah. eyes approve of what is in front of them in a vacuum. But yes, yes, Khalifa is very gay. It is, but also <laughs> knowing who wrote it and know and a lot of like the demographic and and the show that it's in, I'm like these are some long shots of yeah. of these women t- fucking <laughs> touching each other. Uh, bec- yeah. Because uh, once once we learn that Khali- what Khalifa's power is, um, there is a lot of segments of her just. Running her hands across Nami. Yeah. <laughs> so Nami starts to get her strength back. She, she's like out loud wondering what the fuck. Like, I slipped on these bubbles and now I'm weak. And <laughs> Khalifa's like, well, figuring out the power is half the fun. And uh, Nami's like starting to get up. Khalifa's getting dressed again. Nami uh, starts to use a thunder charge attack. Khalifa dodges it because she has that fucking like shave teleport thing. Um, it's not teleport, but just moving quickly. And uh after dodging, Nami's like, Aha, I put clouds above you. That's what I actually did. And then she gets hit. Um but after <laughs> well, she gets quote unquote hit because when the, the smoke clears, she has been protected by a bar of soap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like dissolves and she is protected inside of it. So Khalifa's like you'll never defeat me if you can't figure out what my power is. And Nami's like, some sort of soap bubble thing. And she's like, well, even if you figure it out, you still can't beat me, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she she explains in detail, like, her body just um, lathers all over, which is fucking, okay, Oda, fine. Um, okay. So it lathers at this? the touch. <laughs> Everything she touches can lather and for some reason it's not even like her bubbles are evil and do this power it's just so concentrated that the things that she touches become so clean they lose all fucking texture
2: what i was wondering with this is what kind of devil fruit is this because i don't think this would be logia because she herself isn't bubbles No, it's, it's
0: certainly paramecia it's just like it's it's the kind of paramecia that can create a substance i guess i don't know if we've seen would another this be example like of it but the,
2: would this be like the the better version of the smooth smooth fruit that i can't remember her name has it
0: yeah Alvida.
2: yeah kind of like how uh bellamy has basically a lesser version of luffy's fruit
0: yeah paramecia are just fucking weird like at the end <laughs> of the day um <laughs> But kind of like this is this is I'm not going to spoil much, but there is a man who can make strings and he can control those strings. Um, It's kind of like that. <laughs> it's just like there okay. are some paramecia where you can sort of like make a thing and then you can continue to control that thing. But you are not made of that thing. Um, So it's not mm. a logia. Uh, Paramecia is kind of a. It's kind of a miscellaneous third box compared to the other two categories. Zone is already like so fucking complicated and vast. <laughs> um, and Logia less so, but also potentially there's um there's also an- another one. There's there's a there's a devil fruit that's kind it's Paramecia, but it sometimes feels like it borders it because of how it's used, which is just like again, like devil fruits getting used to deeper depths of their potential but there is a poison fruit that um sometimes feels like it's used the way a logia would but it is definitely paramecia <laughs> because the man is not like made of slime he just can create and cover himself in poison um hmm. we'll get to those one day but <laughs> this is this is just that <laughs> yeah <laughs> paramecia is kind of a grab bag it's like if it, well if you're not an animal and you don't Become the thing If you can't survive a bullet You're Paramecia (laughs) Yeah So Which Which obviously Survive a bullet Is is simplifying it Because Luffy Can Anyways She makes things smooth With her With her fucking Bubbles that just Clean too Goddamn fucking well And um (laughs) Yeah We Thinking about this We can think of Smooth Sanji And uh And And connect the dots So this fight continues. Uh, uh, Nami, <laughs> yeah. Nami misses an attack because Khalifa can move fast. Uh, they do some more fighting. Khalifa gets uh, a bunch of a bunch of hands all over Nami and makes her legs too smooth <laughs> to function. Uh, that's we cut away for now, but yeah, that, that psych, like I, I kind of downplayed it, but uh, the sequence in which that happens runs a little long. A little, a, a lot yeah. of uh, suggestive framing
2: of of the two yeah. together. Nami saying uh, she would like to have Khalifa as her secretary. Yeah,
0: they're actually yeah. Nami, I think Nami straight up says like, "Oh, that's a sexy power." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like they're they're yeah, it's pretty gay. It's cool in a vacuum. It's great. Yeah. We'll we'll see how that goes later. Right now, we're gonna go back to Chopper. Because uh, Kumadori isn't finished yet, but Chopper uh, fucking lifts his giant fist up to heaven and just brings it down, and he just keeps smashing this motherfucker. <laughs> also, it's worth noting, there's no music in this sequence. It's really
2: eerie oh.
0: um, and like terrifying. <laughs> I didn't really
2: pick up on that. I was just uh, terrified of exactly. what's happened to my son. <laughs> and that I
0: think that really contributes to it. How um, it's just like, this is happening, and it's not like... They're not selling to you that it's terrifying like they do with the Marines or whatever. They're not like using this dramatic fight music to make it cool. It's just you're all you hear is punching sound effects as Chopper lays into this motherfucker, and it's it's a lot. It's done very well. Well, <laughs> uh, we see Frankie is scaling the tower, like climbing up the fucking tower, trying to get back here. Yeah. Uh and has,
2: like I hope Chopper's doing all right in his fight. Yeah,
0: and uh, I love this <laughs> sequence so much. He gets there. He find he like gets up over the edge and you just see him like what the fuck? And across from him is Chopper just towering over him, holding Kumidori's lifeless fucking body in his hand. And he just <laughs> yates him.
1: He just throws the motherfucker.
0: And he just like like effortlessly just goes flying. Um, this is what I meant when I said it was really important that Nami stole that key earlier. Not that the number three key is actually important, but for the sake of having them all, (laughs) it's good that she got it when she did, because we'll later see him land uh, in, like, the town part, like, Marines react to it. They can't understand how he got all the way over there. Yeah, no, it's a little absurd. Uh, Well, you see, a reindeer turned into a giant monster, uh, beat the shit out of him, and chucked him from the Tower of Law. It's great. Uh <laughs> Frankie starts to connect the dots and think that it's Chopper from the hat and the antlers. Um the hat, of course, did scale with him. Um I love that the hat scales with his transformations in general. It's great. Don't know why it happens. Uh but Chopper uh rears back to attack Frankie now. So this is where it's really being sold. Like he doesn't know what he's doing. He is he is just on pure like Raw, I, I animal instinct maybe it's like devil fruit instinct.
2: Doesn't even seem like instinct. He's just like gone. He he's lost. Like he just he just discernment. He just sees things and he
0: starts swinging. He came out swinging from a <laughs>
1: tower of <laughs> law kitchen. Yep,
0: <laughs> caked in literal blood and sweat and half lit flames. All right, I'm done with this. Frankie gets knocked down. To the ground by Chopper. Right back where he was on the shore again. We see Chopper is scaling the tower. Some fucking real King Kong shit. It's great. <laughs> yeah. He he does his yell. And uh, we actually see Robin sort of hear something and react to it. Spandam's a piece of shit for a while. Uh, he, uh, he spends the rest of their walk explaining, like, After we cross those gates, you'll never have hope again. And you can stop looking back and waiting for someone to save you. And as he laughs, Luchi can hear footsteps coming. And he, you can see him start to get excited because he really wants to fight. Huh. Luffy running. Uh, we're going to be saying Luffy and Luchi together a lot. <laughs> I don't know how intentional that is from Oda, but we're going to be doing it a lot. And Luffy yells Robin's name and this time Spandem and everyone does hear it. And um, Spandem gets like scared and whatever, like fucking eat shit. And Luchi says, take Robin ahead. I'm going to stay back and, and fight uh, Luffy. And Luffy charges into a new room now. At the end of his tunnel, uh, there is a door. And he goes into this big, it's a circle. It's kind of like a tower, like storage silo or whatever. But he gets into it. And Luchi is waiting for him.
2: It's a perfectly shaped arena.
0: It really is. This is. This is <laughs> the closest thing to a good spot for a break. That I have in my notes, uh, because um, a couple fights have ended, and there are now yeah. new problems to face. And we've been recording for like two hours. Do you yeah. do you want do you
2: want to call this? That that'd probably be a good idea. Okay, we can cool. We can pick up.
0: I I had I knew we were gonna talk for a long time today, and I was like, do we talk? Do we have a four hour episode, or <laughs> do we have? Two? I'm fine with breaking this up. Yeah, cool. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll continue with these fights uh, on the next episode. Luffy has finally made contact with Luchi. Uh, a few people have gotten keys, but shit is continuing to get worse aggressively because now Chopper's going to go um, <laughs> fucking rampage on the whole tower. <laughs> Literally the video game rampage, but with Chopper. Oh, hell yeah. I need that. <laughs> make that. Mac. Make that for us. Um, I can't do my usual thing where I ask you to, to think of what happens next because the next seven. I know what happens. Yeah, we've next. already seen them. Um, we are, I know what happens for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll pick up next time with 294 and finish up through 301. I guess we'll we'll plug our, our things. Hey, this is Editing Joe, which is an entirely different human uh, than the Joe you've been listening to for like two hours. And I just wanted to cut in real quick because we recorded this episode and the next one uh, in April. And now that I'm editing it, we decided to make a Patreon uh, before the whole pricing apocalypse that happened at the beginning of May. Uh, so right now it's just going to be a very informal sort of tip jar if you if you like the show uh there's just a one dollar tier um and uh you can find that at patreon.com slash we are watching op which is the same as the twitter which we didn't plug in the plugs proper for this episode but i've been using it but anyways, I'm just going to start putting episodes up there early for now, uh, starting with uh, episode 29. When, when I edit it, probably within the next month or so, um, it'll it'll be up there for uh, a day or so, maybe more before it hits the public feed, just so it, there is a benefit to backing it if you're generous enough to do it. Um, this show has a lot more longevity, <laughs> uh, so I'm sure like once our, our schedules um, become more available for uh watching a shit ton of anime and talking about it for hours on end we will uh we we want to at least keep this show monthly and then um we we would like to do bonus content we've talked about doing movie commentaries we've talked about doing uh we joked about doing filler and uh other shows like other like like we joked about naruto but yeah there's there's a lot of ideas we've we've sorted around for patreon it's not really a time uh to commit to it and this is you know a thing that's like eh, if there's demand for it we we will when uh the, the time allows um but for right now yeah patreon.com forward slash we are watching op um if you want to support the show in that way hey mouse and uh get uh episode 29 and and, and other episodes going forward a little bit early if you're interested in that uh if not that's cool too there's also cut co- content for this show uh it hasn't happened yet but the Orange Groves Patreon has a $5 level where you can get cut content from all of the programs on the network that, that have cut content. Not all of them do, uh, but this one will soon. On top of not doing this show super frequently, we don't actually cut a whole lot out. Um, so, But there might be one after this or after 29 uh, that that goes up there. So if, you, if you're interested in that, I'll, that'll also be mentioned on our Twitter, which is also we are watching OP. So follow that if you're interested in... Uh, and and uh, keeping up with that, and then uh, Patreon news—we'll probably talk about it when we come back to record for episode thirty when we finish um, in Lobby. So lots to lots to look forward to in the we are watching One Piece and anime rewatch podcast sphere uh i think that's it also there's the orange Groves discord server that you can join uh because we didn't plug that either but there'll be a link to it in the show notes it's also on the website at the bottom of the page uh you can join there and there's a room for we are where you can uh talk about the anime called one piece with us and other people uh and uh you can also suggest stuff for the patreon that we could consider going forward uh so i super appreciate that while i'm sitting here rambling off about Ways to interact with us and support the show. Let me say, you rate a review on iTunes. If you go, on, if you go on iTunes, rate us five stars and just leave a review that says "Smooth Sanji." Uh, and then tweet at me a screenshot of it. You can do that, and then I'll just say that you're really cool or something. Anyways, I'll let uh April us close out this episode like normal. Thanks. That's not stop. Yeah. Jory, where can people find you on the internet?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter dot com. Uh, that's that's the common place to keep up with with me. Uh, if you're trying to add the podcasters you're listening to on Facebook, uh, that's a little weird. You might want to ask first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're following me on some other website, I don't know why I'm not using those. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at, at No I'm Jory, where I usually tweet about. Stuff that I'm media I am consuming, whether or not I'm podcasting it or not. So if, mm-hmm. if you wanna, if you wanna see the usual jewelry brand of humor and talking, uh, you can find that there about whatever video game or thing I'm watching.
0: I, I would summarize the jewelry brand as, as <laughs> Crystal Pepsi wrestling. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of like one genre of
2: music, but I it's it's impossible. <laughs> the the fun thing with with wrestling is uh starting to watch it and someone be like, think thinking oh this probably is just a quick jewelry thing and then it being a year later and like oh no why doesn't wrestling have an off season no <laughs>
0: never does so. they, i don't know how they work so hard i i i've reached this point where so many people in my life love wrestling where it's just like
2: i'm watching it now <laughs> yeah i mean even if you're uh, just uh casually keeping (laughs) up with it (laughs) yeah they do a good enough job of like you watched uh i don't know how much of wrestlemania you watched i I
0: tuned in for kofi and then kept watching (laughs) um i missed i missed one match and i don't even remember which one it was so
2: it's like, I've, I'm sure you noticed they, they played the vignettes before To where even if you've missed the last couple months well, it's, You know it's WrestleMania. everything you need to know so many, pe- yeah. so many
0: people tune in for Wrestlemania So
2: Yeah, they they do that for everything So I'll, we'll just transition from there I have <laughs> weekly wrestling podcast That might not be as weekly soon Because, you know, life happens But oh, uh, right here on the Orange Groves Network Called, uh I was about to say, we are watching wrestling <laughs> What a good brand! Just like
0: every like, I was thinking the other day. Like, what if we fit? What if we ever catch up with One Piece and we do something else? Like, it'll still be we are watching Naruto or yeah.
1: something.
2: We, so the we are fighting Wrestling Wrestling dreamers Fan podcast. It'll be we are fighting dreamers. Yeah. Oh, that's a good name. Damn, it now we have to do it. Fuck. <laughs> Patreon special. I don't know. Absolutely. Um April
0: 1st already passed but maybe next year
2: (laughs) but um so the casual wrestling fan podcast where I talk about wrestling each week with my friend and we kind of recap and fit the five hours of content into around an hour and a half is the average and uh give our thoughts on it and then goofs and stuff Mm -hmm. of funny things we think of uh often jokes about wrestlers playing video games because it's just funny to us. <laughs>
0: yeah the uh re- recently y'all did an episode about like uh commonly used terms and sort of like breaking them down yeah. and giving them context i super recommend that to anyone who's like i kind of like wrestling
2: but i don't know what anyone's saying that's that's the thing that like we'd be talking about something like well this kind of doesn't make sense if you're not into the the genre, the genre of
0: how yeah, yeah. Like how casual storytelling. how casual do you make a wrestling podcast <laughs> and not say shit like face or heel or whatever yeah <laughs>
2: there's there's a lot of those things where if you if if you have friends that like wrestling and then you you watch it sometimes but you don't know what the fuck they're talking about mm-hmm. it's like a lot me. easier than like <laughs> like What's uh a burning hammer, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Riley said it once.
2: <laughs> like I don't know if it's a an experience you had in in high school, but I had friends who'd played League of Legends and they'd talk about League of Legends, and I'd hate it because I didn't want to play League of Legends to to understand learn every yeah. single character and attack name mm-hmm. so it's it's that it's a nice little tool there for you, yeah,
0: it was good <laughs> i do i I recommend that as a, a a starting episode. It's like what is it special number three or something?
2: Yeah. They're on the Orange Groves and along with a bunch of other cool stuff.
0: Yeah, I got. we've had some new stuff joined, so I'll, I'll plug some, some of that at the end. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Ghost of Joe. Uh, I guess I tweet sometimes. It really just depends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, make, I make a ton of other podcasts that you can find on the Orange Groves. I don't know when it's going to start, but my friend Chris and I have decided to do a for me it's it's kind of like this show uh because for me it's a rewatch and for chris it's a first time watch of uh neon genesis evangelion um which i'm super excited to do that show um we had a pilot up on the orange groves patreon um because we have a test pilot feed for uh 15 dollars and up uh supporters and um we did the first episode of that and it was really good uh it's called nervous rex and I don't know. Fantastic name. Thank you. I don't I don't know when <laughs> it'll be in the public feed, um but if you like this show and me talking about uh anime and sort of like reflecting on it while someone else is getting it for the first time, it, uh uh it's it's that but with a, a much more aggressively dense piece of media and uh <laughs> Chris being like, "All right, well, let me use my film degree to talk about this shot of this um, and stuff like that. Uh, also, Interstitial uh, Season 2 is now out since the last time we've recorded. Uh, it's kind of editing that is one of the reasons that this show has, has uh, not been even monthly because it was a lot to edit, but it's coming out in the public feed. Season 2 is a blast. I played as a middle school OC uh, and realized somewhere in the middle, oh, the story of this character that I role-played in middle school was me dealing with trauma and unpacking that as an adult in a role-playing game podcast. Uh, also, Riley, uh, our good friend Riley Hopkins, who wrote the game Interstitial, <laughs> plays as John Cena, but a robot from the future being haunted by Vince McMahon. Um, also, Catwoman's there, and Sans Undertale. It's great. Um, very, very good podcast. I love it a lot. Uh, but you can hear that uh, every Friday uh, if you search Interstitial, in your podcast app it's on the orange groves network and um patrons for got it memorized uh, also have the whole season available to them at once um if you find yourself really liking it and wanting to hear all of it now but i think that's it uh recently on the orange Groves, we've brought on i think summer Twilight book club was here
2: already the last time we recorded um was not it was not cuz last time recorded I did not know cat at all.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, we recorded last in January. Um we yep. reco- like early January. Yeah, we recorded before like 2 weeks later <laughs> before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. Um and then I edited yeah. it after that. <laughs> but uh because fucking that was a busy season for me. So, yeah, um <laughs> let me just fucking I have a bunch of to plug then. Let me pull up the website. So, if you go t- if you go to theorangegroves.com, you can find all of the shows in the network. Um, I won't go through plugging all of mine and you just plugged uh uh CWFP, but we just recently brought on uh Argonauts. ARG GNATs <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> such a such an incredible show, uh where Marn I I like it a lot. I, I love it a lot too uh where Andrew <laughs> uh tries his best to solve ARGs or alternate reality games and um Marn tells him what he should have done instead if he messes up and a lot of it happens on the show. It's it's really great to listen to and learn the history of. Uh so that's the most recent addition to the network. Also Summer Twilight Book Club we mentioned where uh Kat and Sahana, two people with social work degrees, uh, put that to good use by discussing the Twilight series of books. Um they they finished uh the first book and covered the movie. They're now in the second book, New Moon and um they just get really into it Like they, they, they joke on the stuff that's funny And, and they're, they're both really funny people But also they really get into like um, these, are, these are real red flags of real abuse And like really analyzing material that they grew up with And they were like I thought this stuff was okay because of Because I read this book as a kid And like I super love what they're doing on that show um, And then I, RPG Design Friends I think is also new Since the last time we recorded Yeah um, which is where our bud Riley uh, sits down with some people and talks about uh, tabletop RPG game design um, every two weeks. Um, so there's some episodes that they've talked about uh, pricing games and running kickstarters, talk about layouts of books, how uh, failure and dice rolls work, but just a bunch of a bunch of great topics that you can sort through in that feed. And um, that's that's it for now. I have some some projects that I'm excited to. Uh, bring out in this summer. Nervous Rex will be going up at some point. There's probably some other shit, and um, and we're you know submissions are open. There's a contact form at the bottom of the of the homepage. Yeah. So if you make a podcast or you have an idea for a podcast and could use a platform, um, do that or, or shoot an email. There's an email address on there too. Info at com. I've been talking for a very long time about this <laughs> website. But yeah, I think that's I think that's gonna do it for this yeah. episode. I don't have you, you could just you could just make up some shit. Like if I said, "Hey, what happens next?" and just don't say what <laughs> happens next and say some funny shit instead. You wanna do that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I what I would have thought had happened next if we actually stopped yeah. here? Chopper just fucking
0: murders everybody and the show ends.
2: <laughs> See where where I thought it was going was uh. Chopper would go on a horrific rampage mm-hmm. and uh I, I honestly thought that we'd kind of get the conclusion that we got from the actual in the chunks but I thought it'd be like Chopper would be beating the shit out of everyone mm-hmm. and then uh it'd be almost like the Pokemon movie where Robin crying snaps him out of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fascinating. <laughs> Man.
0: That's not what happened. So <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, I don't know what the release schedule is going to be. Cause this is the first time we've ever had a buffer. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see you next time with uh, the rest of uh, these, these smaller your sloppy fights. I can say that the next one, the next episode will only go to 301.
2: Yeah. So, uh, that be oh God. It's a lot. It's just like straight fighting almost. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm trying to think. Because uh, what I was going to say after we finish 301 is I think there's two, one or two more episodes of Inus Lobby, depending on how we break it up. Um, because they're in Inyos Lobby, and then there's sort of like a post Inyos Lobby series of episodes. So we got a little bit longer. Uh, we might end up doing Thriller Bark at the right time of year for Thriller Bark. Ooh. I guess that's it. So until next time, to
2: 2B... be. To be continued.
3: Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels. I'm Joe. On our show, we like to dive deep into the franchise's most pressing questions.
0: Like, why is Kyrie never allowed to have any fun?
3: How much did they have to pay to get Jesse McCartney to yell into a microphone about homework? How did Ventus get so small? Is Psyx a twink? Why are all these main characters just the same boy? What are midichlorians? What did Sora's mom make for dinner? Is Tron woke? Why does darkness smell so bad? Are drive forms queer? Why doesn't Organization 13 own any pajamas? Is Aerith a cop? How many deaths is Mickey Mouse personally responsible for? Where do baby Heartless come <laughs> from? What is Pete? Is Xena warrior princess a nobody? Find us on your favorite podcast app. Got Got it. it. Memorized? That's the name of the show.